0: You are listening to Jai Long and this is the Educators Rising Podcast. Now, I know you have big questions. How do people like you and me make it as an educator? How do we sell online courses? How do we successfully coach the people around us, bring everybody up in our industry and take our lives and our knowledge to the next level? If you are obsessed like I am and you're thinking that's exactly you, that's exactly where you want to be, then this show is going to be for you. We're going to obsess over all those little things that are going to end up getting you big results. Thank you for listening. Let's get into it. Welcome back. You're listening to Jai Long. Let's go. Today, we're talking about pricing. In particular, I'm going to talk about pricing your course or your hybrid program, which is a course and coaching program. I know that so many people struggle with the pricing aspect. There are so many different reasons why. One is like an emotional reason. Not sure if you are worth that much. Not sure if people are going to show up and pay that much. Imposter syndrome sort of kicks in. Feeling inadequate. Just feeling like, you know, you're not worthy. Everything else. But then also the science. The science is like understanding why people are going to pay or if people will pay. And not knowing if you know the science behind pricing. So those two things I find are the biggest pain points that hold people back from pricing their course or their program correctly. So today, I want to dive into these things. Now, before we get to started on today's episode, guess what? This week is actually launch week for the course launcher. Now, when I say launch week, this is a pre-launch. So what I'm doing is I am pre-selling the actual program. And over the next three months, all the early founders that are going to be in there with me, they're going to be in my inner circle and I'm going to give them a pretty good upgrade where they're going to get some free coaching with me and I'm going to get them as many results as I can. So that way, when I do my full launch next year, I've got a lot of case studies and everything else. So if you want to be part of the early founders, then I highly recommend you get over and register for that live webinar, which is happening this week. And you can find that at co. I'm really excited about it. And I know there's going to be a lot of value at that webinar, but also just really cool. I'm going to show you the insides of the course. And I'd love for you to come and check it all out and see what all the hype's about. So... Other than that, let's get into today's episode. Okay, before we get into pricing our course, I just want to share a couple little abbreviations with you that are really important, but a lot of people don't talk about them. The first one's MVP. Minimum viable product. This is a really important thing to remember inside a business when you are creating something and you want to launch something because minimum viable product is what can you put out to the marketplace at a minimum that people are going to actually pay for and how can you deliver and then work your way up from there. One example of this is this week I'm launching course launcher and for me I had to create a minimum viable product which is what could I create. Without going over the top and all the bells and whistles and stuff. But what could I create right now that will get people results? And from there, I can build off that as I go towards my main launch. Does that make sense? So minimum viable product, we can always create something or sell something before it's ready or before it's 100% finished or before it's 100% perfect or has all the content in there or whatever it is. But we do need to know what is the minimum viable product to get someone through where they need to get to when they're signing up to your program and they want to get some results. The next thing, next little little abbreviation is WTP, willingness to pay. This one's really important because a lot of people get this wrong and we always we always like create something that we think it's worth because we kind of look at our own worth and sometimes we overestimate how much we're worth or we underestimate how much we're worth. But what we really need to do is look at the metric of what are people willing to pay to solve the problem that they currently have and your program is the solution to the program or if it's not the solution, it will get them there the fastest way. So depending on the niche, depending on how um, expensive the problem is to them or how much it's worth to them is going to depend on what people are willing to pay. If it's not worth much and if it doesn't take much time, it's probably someone will be willing to pay less for it. But if it's a big pain point and it can stand to save them a lot of time or make a lot of money, then people tend to invest more time and more money. They're more willing to invest more time and more money into your program. So the first way I want you to look at this when you are creating a course and especially before you create a course is I actually want you to work backwards, create your goal first and I would say create your financial goals first before you actually build the course. This is really important because not all courses are created equal and not all of them are the same and it's going to be important for you to understand the work that's going to go into your course and how that course is going to look. An example of this is if your big unrealistic goal for the year is to make an additional $100,000, so six figures from a course alone, not from your full hustle, but from your side hustle. So let's say for example, maybe you're a photographer and you want to launch a course on how to create presets or you want to launch a course on how to edit photos or how to book clients. Let's say, for example, you're a florist and you want to launch a course on how to handle objections in a client meeting, like whatever your niche is, wherever you are, you've got that course, right? So if you want to hit $100,000, then you need a course at $50 per course priced, and you need to sell it 2,000 times. Or another way of looking at it is you can have a course that's $2,000 and you need to sell it 50 times. Okay. So one thing we need to really remember here is, do you have the big audience to sell a $50 product 2000 times? And if you do, I mean, that way could work really well. But if you don't, then maybe a $2,000 program could be better. Now, do you have the confidence to show up and sell a higher ticket item? If you don't, then maybe the $50 program is where you want to be. If you do, then $2,000 program is going to be where you want to be. It's going to be really important if you've got both. If you've got a big audience and you've got the confidence in what you have and you're able to sell and that's one of your superpowers, then you're probably going to make a lot of money because you probably can sell $2,000 off a $2,000 program and that is multiple, multiple millions of dollars. If you can do that, then well done. So that's the way that I look at it, but I want you to think about this because a few other things. If you want to make $100,000 and you need to get $2,000, thousand sales that means you need a lot of people to come through your door to get two thousand sales that means you need to do a lot of marketing a lot of selling you probably need to run some ads you need everyone everywhere to know about it because don't forget you probably have around a two to five percent conversion rate on your product that means you need a lot of people a lot of eyes throughout the year to see your products Now, are you good at marketing? Are you really good at marketing? Are you really good at advertising and getting your product out there? Do you want to spend your year talking nonstop about your products? And if you don't, then maybe the $2,000 product could be better for you. 50 sales is a lot easier. I mean, that works out to be what just a few sales per month. So if that is the case, then there's a lot less marketing you need to do, a lot less ads, a lot less getting it in front of every single person. It's more about providing value and getting people to come to you. So if you're really good at marketing and selling, if you've got um, a $2,000 program, you probably need to be better at selling. If you've got a $50 program, you've got to be better at marketing. Marketing is getting it out to everyone everywhere and selling is being able to get it to the right people. And then have that conversation with the right people so then they buy your stuff. So which one makes you feel more comfortable before you dive in? Because I don't want you to create a $2,000 course and then you get to the very end you say, I can't show up and sell it. I just don't feel like I have the abilities or the confidence or anything else to be able to sell that course. Or I don't want you to get to the end and you made a $50 program and you're like, I want to make $100,000 but I just can't do that much marketing. It's just a lot of marketing for me to show up over and over and over. So if you start with the financial goal in mind to start off with, then when you're creating your course, it's going to be a lot easier because you're going to now know how much work needs to go into it and what that looks like throughout your year. So again, if you want to make a million dollars this year, then you just got to 10 times everything that I just said with those price points. So which one makes you more Confident, which one makes you more comfortable, and which one do you think is realistic for you and your audience size right now and your capabilities? And if you are missing one skill or capability, where can you learn it from? Who can you learn it from? What book do you need to read? What funnel do you need to implement? What strategy can you put in? So, there's always a way you can do 2,000 core sales to 2,000 people. I know you can, but there's always a way you just might have a disconnect and it might be just a knowledge gap right now. So, there's something we need to learn. Next thing is, it's not actually how long your course is to how much it's worth, not how much content's in there to what it's worth. That's actually a misconception. So I think a lot of people when they first start and they think, oh, if I'll make a $2,000 course, it needs to have hundreds of hours worth of content. It's actually the opposite. If you can have less steps but get people to desired result faster, it's worth more than a $50 program that has hundreds of hours worth of content. One example of this is I actually bought a course that was about $800 and the guys that created the course, it's a really good course actually, but they overcompensated and it's got hundreds and hundreds of hours of content in there. And to be honest, it's just really hard for me to know where to start. It's really hard to understand what I should be watching and I get so overwhelmed, I just never go back to it. And I've made this mistake myself personally. So I know what it's like on both sides and I fully understand it. Now that I know is, hey, if I give less, less is more. Because if you can give someone just one direct path towards the desired result that they want, you don't need hundreds of hours to compensate for it because they got the result. It's not about the content. So creating a bigger course doesn't necessarily mean it's actually worth more. And in fact, sometimes it can be worth less. If you have a really big course of hundreds of hours and a competitor, has a course with only five videos and those five videos have a guarantee that you're going to get results, I probably would buy the five video one because let's be honest, I don't want to sit in the classroom and watch hundreds of hours. I'm an entrepreneur. I just want to get out there and get those desired results. So if you've made it faster for me by giving it to me in different formats, giving me quicker strategies, giving me quicker workbooks and things like that, giving me tools that's going to help me accomplish the thing, then i probably spend more With that, then I will with someone that's got 20 modules over five modules. So these are the things that it comes down to when it comes to pricing and whether you can price yourself higher or lower. It's not actually how much content is in your course. The first one is time restraints. How long will it take for them to get results? An example of this is I have the six-figure business map and it's a 12-month program. 12-month program, the funny thing is with that is that's a long time. It's a really long time. They can reach six figures way before that and a lot of people do, but it is a long time. If someone brought out a course and says six-figure business math, uh, six-month program, and they didn't change anything in it, it would actually probably be worth more. If they sold three-month program, just the same thing, it's probably going to be worth more. The reason being is because people, there's a time restraint now and people want to get in there and then they want to take action faster and they're going to get results quicker and everything expands to the size of the environment. Like we've seen this before of goal setting. You see this with a fish in a fishbowl, like things expand to the environment. So if you've created an environment where there's like less time for them to take action, but they need to take more condensed and impactful and meaningful action, then they're probably going to get bigger results. <laughs> Hey, if you're a course creator or you're a coach and you're looking for the perfect platform to host your email list, your actual content, your courses, your coaching, everything else, then Kajabi is where it's at. I personally use it. It's a one-stop shop. It has everything in there from funnels to website building to email lists to course creation and everything else. And hey, it can save you so much money when you get rid of all those other subscriptions and just get straight into Kajabi. So, Kajabi has actually helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like yourself make billions of dollars over the last few years. And I believe you are no different. You need to get in there and give it a try. And if you do so, I'm giving you a 30-day trial period right now. All you have to do is head over to jialong.co Kajabi. So to claim your 30 days, head over to JaiLong.co forward slash Kajabi. The next is the value of the outcome. If it's a high value outcome. So for example of this, I remember I sold a course and it was called Album Academy. Album Academy was a high value outcome. It was priced at $200. And if one person sold one album from it, which everyone did, then you stand to make between $1,000 to $2,000 from your first album sale. And then you can times that by 50 throughout the year. So it means it's a high value for somebody that wants to add in and it doesn't take any time. So it becomes a no-brainer for them to buy it. So I underpriced it. You could price that much higher because of the outcome. Another example of this is like I sell the six-figure business map and that's usually between like two dollars to $4,000. But someone can make an additional from it. So it's a high value outcome that someone stands to gain and they stand to lose that if they don't join. So then it becomes, it can be worth a lot more money. A low outcome could be something to do with maybe you're saving someone a little bit of time throughout the day and it's not really impacting them in any way. It's a low value outcome. And so it's going to, the course itself is going to be worth a lot less. Next up is the demand for your product. If you have high demand for your online course, of course, you can charge a lot more for it, regardless if it's better than everybody else's or not. And you see the outliners like this that are really good at marketing. And I've seen this over and over. And in fact, I have bought some courses from some of my favorite entrepreneurs. And the course has fallen short and it's been horrible, but they don't care. Because they are really good at getting attention and they got high demand for that program. So you're going to buy over anyone else because I actually trust that course creator over trusting someone that maybe made the best product on the planet, but they're no good at marketing. So I have no idea. So demand of your product is going to change the price. I remember reading a story uh, about a year ago of a guy that sold a program for around $2,000 And he announced to his audience that he was going to increase the price to $5,000. And he thought that he was going to decrease how many people signed up. And what actually happened was it increased the amount of people that signed up. And he ended up having the biggest launch of his life. Plus, he had so much more profit because he put the price up. Now, think about this. It's just like... The demand was there and then the demand got stronger when it got to a higher price point because the value and perceived value increased. Because the value of something literally a lot of the times can be priced. I know when I'm joining something that's worth $5,000, everyone else that's joining it is also spending $5,000. So I know the conversations I'm going to have in that program are high level conversations. So I know I'm not wasting my time somewhere where someone just spent $50 on a course and they're kind of dipping in and dipping out. But these people are more dedicated. That's why someone will sign up to a $50,000 program. I'm like, anyone else that's mad like me that paid $50,000 to be in here? I'm like, man, they're giving the secrets. They know what's up. Like they are hitting it hard. And so I want to be in there and I want to be with those people, having those conversations. And that can be the big difference. Sometimes the price can be the big difference. Next is determining your price is going to be on accessibility to you and or your team. So if people get to have one-on-one coaching calls with you, that's going to be worth a lot and a lot and a lot of money. If they can do group coaching calls with you, that's going to be worth a lot of money. If they can contact you and talk to you in the Facebook group or in your circle or wherever your community is, then that's worth a lot of money. If they can't contact you at all, then the price probably will come down on your offer. Like for example, if I'm selling a $50 program no one can expect me to be showing up in a $50 program and putting in that much effort. $2,000 program, yeah, like I could be showing up and doing some like maybe showing up in the Facebook group and helping out like that. But in a $2,000 program, it would more so be access to my community, which would be a community manager, it'd be a support team, it could be a coach or something like that. For me, as it gets to more like 3000 to 10000 then I can start showing up. When it gets to 20000 and 30,000 for my programs, then I will sit there and we'll do one on ones and I'll customize things for you. So then I'm like putting time in to make sure that we're hitting that mark. The next is the supply. If you're in the industry right now, um, a good example of this is in the wedding photography industry. I say this because I got the six figure business map and I work predominantly with wedding photographers in that industry. There's so much supply. And as a new course comes on, then sometimes your price point can lower. Fortunately for me, I've been around for a long time and I've got the, probably the most proven track record in the industry out there. So for me, I'm doing good. But it's going to be as more people come in, it's going to be more and more competitive. So it's going to dilute a lot of the times. It can, but it doesn't need to be that way as well because it can create more demand if they're good at marketing. And then people are going to go around. Once someone does a course, a lot of the times they'll do more courses. So it's scarce mindset to think that people, just because they've done another one, won't sign up to yours. And in fact, with my course, a lot of the people that have come in have done other people's and then they heard that mine was better in some way or it was more tailored to them or the community was more stronger for them or whatever it is. And then they have moved themselves over, which has been really cool. Next up, direct correlation to your price point is how good your guarantee is. If you've got a really good guarantee, then your price can go higher. And the better your guarantee is, the higher the price can be. So if your guarantee guarantees results in a certain amount of time and there's no, no questions asked refund, it's going to be worth a lot more money. If you've got no guarantee or maybe a seven-day guarantee, it's going to be worth a lot less money. So a guarantee can change everything. Next up is the affordability. Affordability can change the game when it comes to sales. When I say affordability, I'm not talking about cheaper is better. Affordability is, is it affordable to your right target audience? An example of that is if I'm making millions of dollars and you've got a coaching program that's $20,000, for me, that's affordable and I will buy that. But I won't buy a $2,000 program because for me, it's unaffordable. It's too cheap. It's not what I'm looking at at the stage of life that I am in right now with my business. When I first started, $2,000 was unaffordable. I needed something that was more like $200. So when I signed up something to $200 and I got some results there, maybe I signed up to the Alvin Academy. I made an additional $50,000 from that one investment. And then from there, I started seeing the power of courses. Then it becomes more affordable to get a $2,000 program. And I'm thankful that there's a $2,000 program there that can give me that little bit more. Then I can scale my way up to a $10,000 program. Does that make sense? So affordability doesn't mean like cheap. It means, is it affordable to your perfect clientele that you're trying to attract? And that means sometimes it could be more expensive. It needs to be more expensive. Sometimes it needs to be cheaper. Sometimes we're missing the mark. Okay, last one is how specific is your program to what specific audience? The more specific you get with your program, the more you can charge. If you're more broad and you're trying to cater to everyone, then everyone usually wants a cheaper deal and it doesn't seem like it's for them. So the more specific you are, the more expensive it is. I shared this story once before, but I want to share it once more. I talked to my sister. She's got an amazing, really amazing business in the hinterlands of where I live here. And it's an organic farm. And I asked her just a couple of questions like, with your business, would you hire me as a business coach? And she said, yeah, of course. I said, good. Would you hire me or if there was another business coach that was specifically niched in organic farming and she said well obviously I'd hire the one in organic farming because that makes more sense for me so okay what about if we're both exactly the same we're teaching the same thing my program is $2,000 and his program is $10,000 which one would you go for and she said well it's a little bit more of a stretch but I would go for the $10,000 one because it's for me it makes sense it's my business like well Jai you're more broad like you could of course teach the same stuff But the context is I feel like this person knows what they're talking about when they're delivering it to me. So the weight of it, it lands differently. And I think about that. It's so important that if you are in a small niche, you can charge a lot more, right? Because you are getting bigger results for a smaller niche and then they feel like they're seen and it directly works for their industry and for their business and what they're trying to achieve. So that's it. I just wanted to share just a few things that's going to affect the pricing of your online course and I hope today really did help. If you do want to find me, you can head over to my Instagram account at Jylong.co. If you've got any questions, just drop them in and say hello. I'm always in my DMs. I'd love to hear from you. Don't forget this week I'm launching Course Launcher. I'm really excited about it. I cannot wait to show you like what all the hype's about and what I've been working on and everything else. So just down below, you can go hit that link, jylong.co and um, you can register for that webinar. Otherwise, I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, Riza, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm excited to see the big results that you get and celebrate those wins. If you do want to join my community, I have a Facebook group called Educators Rising, and I believe it's the place that you need to be. If you want to share your wins... You want to share your strategies and everything else. I do show up live and I do get in there and interact with everybody. So it's a lot of fun. Also, if you're a creative entrepreneur, I do have a podcast show called Make Your Break. It's incredible. We have so many good speakers. There's lots of motivation, inspiration, tips and tricks, strategies, and everything else. So be sure to check those out on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'll see you soon.